Welcome to the Think Generation of Wealth podcast, episode number 67. And I am your host, Amir Estimo. In today's episode, I like to always open up all my episodes of appreciation and gratitude. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast because you could be doing anything in the world. But the fact that you're taking the time to listen to this podcast is much appreciated. Second of all, I would like to express gratitude to all the people that's been with me in this journey when I started off at one download to now where I'm almost getting 40 downloads an episode. I would like to say thank you. After two years, I would say two and a half years that I've started this podcast, I have finally reached a thousand downloads. Now, let me tell you something. If you, whatever you start, always understand there's a long term, think long term. And to someone, they be like, man, that's a thousand downloads. You're just now hitting a thousand. Actually, I appreciate this because I believe if I was probably more constant, consistent with the podcast, I probably would have more. But honestly, it's really not about the downloads. It's about the content. And it's about someone taking the time, listening to this podcast, and then going to take action. Okay. Now, today's episode is going to be a little short because I, I know last week's podcast, I talked about is credit cards or it's to me credit cards a detriment and i was basically just saying that that's really up to the individual and how much they can handle and what their mental can handle so and i know there's a lot of there's gurus out there that beg differ that will say that all oh, credit cards are bad you know it's the devil etc but let me tell you if you're trying to especially start a business and i could probably say with these gurus who said this i can probably tell you this that They've had to use they've had to use other people's money to be able to scale their business because you're not going to pay cash for everything. And if you do that, you're going to run out of cash. Imagine if you have too many. Let's say you got different sets of projects going on and you got your money tied up. How can you scale if you're not using other people's money? And the same thing with credit cards. How can you prove you can sit there and pay cash for everything? And if that's how you want to do it, no worries, no, no harm, no foul. But one thing I will admit to and I'll say that is that if you want to improve your credit scores, it's not going to happen with you just paying cash for everything. So you're going to need to be able to have different types of lines of credit, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's a car loan, maybe student loans or even credit cards, even a personal loan. I don't recommend personal loans. I'm not a I'm not a fan. Please don't do it. Um, Any of those types you can be able because the lender has to be able to see and they got to feel comfortable and they got to be able to trust you enough to know that you can be able to handle different lines of credit. And one of the ways to improve your credit card, your credit score is to opening different lines of credit. And one of them is credit cards. Now, when I started my journey on credit cards, my very first one was a capital one Quicksilver at the time. And I started off with a three hundred dollar limit. And now it's to the point where now uh, I can probably get any credit cards that I want. But I don't go ballistic getting a whole bunch of credit cards because I don't want to be able to open different lines of credit. So one thing I can honestly tell you is for me is what I see when it comes to credit cards is that you have to be responsible. Now, the one thing I will t- say, I'm not a financial advisor, 
But one thing I recommend is we are not in the business of accruing debt. You cannot grow wealth if you have a lot of debt. So one thing I don't recommend is if you not you're not able to handle credit cards, please. And I repeat this again. Please do not go out there applying for a whole bunch of credit cards, buying things you don't need to impress people who don't care about you. So let me tell you this right now. I fell into that trap and I will tell you right now, I promised myself never to do that again. So I would recommend that too for you guys who are out there. If you're trying to begin your credit card journey, focus on getting one credit card or two. But other than that, you may even have to start off with a secured credit card and versus an unsecured credit card. And the difference between the two is a secured credit card, you may have to put like, let's say if you want a $300 credit limit, you will probably have to pay $300 to use that because it's basically collateral. So in case, let's say you default, you can always just, they can always just take your money. Now, an unsecured credit line is if you were to go apply for one like a Discover, American Express credit, something to that nature where a bank will give you a credit card based because of you being a responsible borrower. Now, I'm not going to get into one thing I'll admit. I am not going to get into you need this type of credit score or that. That I would not admit that. That's not the point. The point is, is the main thing you need to have is make sure you can have 100% on-time payment and keep your credit utilization low. And then don't open too many credit cards. So let's say let's say you decide to open one and I would space it out four months at a time and get to a point where you're like, that's enough. I don't need enough. I don't need no more credit cards. And that's it. So these cards I recommend. These are cards. Now, everybody is different. But the reason I say these cards, some of them are good if you're starting off and you want to build up your credit score. And in some of them, they do have some good rewards. Now, there's two types of rewards. There's cash back and then there's points. Now, the difference between the two is points. Generally, you can use that if, if it's a membership. You can use that redeeming as a statement credit or you can use it to maybe uh, like if there's like I said, if it's membership, something within whoever like American Express have membership reward points. You can use your points to let's say you want to apply. You want to um, book through the Merit MX travel. You can use your points to pay for a trip or so. Now, cash back is what I am. I myself, I have both, but I am mostly team cash back. And the reason is, is with cash back, you can actually get your cash back. So if you have $100, you can get 100 bucks. If you if you have if you have let's say you can redeem it as a credit, like same thing as a points. Also too, you can deposit those into your check-in or account. So like for example, I I'm bank with Chase. Chase, I can redeem my cash back rewards and then deposit it into my account. And I use that money to buy stocks, to invest in crypto or whatnot. So now I'm going to give you these top five credit cards in particular order. Number five, I would recommend the City Double Cash Reward. Now, City does with this credit card. Now, I'll say this. I don't have this. I don't have this card. I do have a City credit card. But if I was... I'm probably looking to downgrade from my current card, which is the City Premier, down to this card. And the reason I like this card is this. This card, you earn 1% cash back for every purchase you make. But you also earn another 1%
cash back when you pay it. So that now gives you 2% cash back. Also with this card, it's, let's say you wanna be able to do balance transfers with this card. You wanna take your card, like let's say you may have a card where you're carrying interest, you could take that and move it to this card. Now, see, you have to catch them this, you have to catch this at the right time because generally they don't really have like a, a great balance transfer program compared to this next card that I'm gonna tell you. But it's a good card if you're starting off, you wanna build your credit and you wanna earn some cash back rewards. The next card I, can re I recommend is the Discover It. Now, what I like about this card is the Discover Cashback It card is, this is actually a rotating category card. What does that mean? So for every qu calendar quarter, you get 5% cash back up to 1,500 spending, and you get 5% cash back, which is $75. Now you're saying, well, 5% cash back, I spent 1500 depending on the category. Usually they'll have it to where, let's say if you shop at grocery stores. Currently, if you shop at grocery stores, you get 5% cash back. This is their current category. Or if you, let's say if you gym, you sign up for a gym, whatnot, you get 5% cash back. But it's only up to 1500 then the good thing about this Discover It card is whatever rewards that you earn after the first year, you get, they match you. So if you earn a hundred bucks, they'll match you a hundred dollars after the first year. So you'll get 200 bucks. And another thing I liked about this Discover card is you also, when you want to do a balance transfer, Discover, their customer service is excellent, by the way. But if you want to do a balance transfer, you can actually transfer this. You can actually take a card that you earning interest on, that you're getting interest, paying interest, take that balance and move it to the Discover It card. And on top of that, you they will the only thing you gotta pay is the fee, but which is like three, five, three percent or five or something to that nature. But also you can earn, you will have zero percent. Depending, it could be nine months, it could be a year, it could be six months, just depending on what type of promotion they have. That's why I like to discover it card. I have it, it's a very good card. And on top of that, again, I reiterate their customer service is top notch. The third card I would recommend is the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. Now, this is a point category card. Now, going back to the Discover card, let me touch on this real quick. Once you hit that $1,500 spending limit, you start to only earn 1% cash back. So keep that in mind if you decide to go for this card. Now the Chase Sapphire Preferred card is, now this card does come with an annual fee, but honestly, you won't even recognize it depending on how you use it, right? So for me is, you get three times point when you do groceries, I mean not groceries, when you do restaurants. So if you're eating out or restaurants, you get three times point. You also get three times point for streaming services, online streaming. Scene. Also, you get three times point if you do online grocery. So whatever those online grocery companies that are out, you will get three times points. Also, you get five you get five time points when you book through the Chase portal. 
Now, the thing about the Chase Portal is one thing you want to keep in mind if you decide to get this card is that you want to keep in mind that because let's say, for example, Priceline, if you go through Priceline and you book a, a trip, it's probably, let's say, if it's 100 bucks, right? If you go to the Chase Travel, I'm just being honest. If you go to the Chase Travel portal, you, you may pay 10 to $20 more because obviously Chase, Chase need to make a little bit of money on their end, on the back end. So they're making themselves a little bit of margin. So, But you get five times points. And another thing with this car is if you don't use your, you don't use your rewards, at the end of the year, Chase will give you 25% booster. So they'll give you 25% more on the current points that you have now like i said the drawback with this card is there is an annual fee of 95 dollars. but if you use all those kind of, like for me i put all me and my family we put all of our we put all of our restaurants or so whatever we're dining or eating out all that goes on to there so at the end of the year to be real honest with you you won't even recognize the um, annual fee because you have earned so many points that it doesn't you just you basically are the card those points would pay for it which is up to you but this is that would be the third card i recommend it's the one card that i have and i really like it the next card is a chase freedom unlimited now one thing about chase that i like if you have a personal card and a business card and let's say you have different rewards points you can actually combine all of those and use those points or cash back so that's the good thing i like about chase the chase freedom unlimited i'm pretty sure you've seen this car kevin hart if you're in the states he's been he's he's basically the brand ambassador for this car i like this car the reason i like this car one you get 1.5 percent cash back on all purchases now for example the Discover It car, you're going to get 1% cash back on all purchases. The City Double Cash car, same thing, 1% cash back. The Chase Sapphire Preferred, you get one point. And another thing I forgot about the Chase Sapphire Preferred, you get two times point for travel. So if you just, let's say you're doing Uber or, you know, you're doing taxi, you, you get two times points. Now with this car, the Chase Freedom Unlimited, the Chase Freedom Unlimited, you get 1.5% cash back on all purchases. You get 3% cash back on dining. I I kind of use that combination with that and the Sapphire. It's just depending my mood, I guess, at that moment, which car did I really feel like using. But you get three times 3% cash back. You get 3% cash back at drugstores. So if you're at CVS, Walgreens, you get 3% cash back. Also, you do get 5% cash back if you use the Chase Portal. Same thing with the Chase Preferred, but the only difference is with this card is you don't earn any points on travel and you don't get any online streaming or grocery. So that's the only thing about this card, but you do get 1.5% cash back on all purchases. Now, a trick with this card, I will say, is if you want to, you can actually borrow against your credit limit and you can actually use this card to go and let's say you want to start a business or let's say you want to, let's say you want to do real estate. You can actually take a credit line, which is not that much, I think, in 
percentages, like things like eight percent, something to that nature, eight, nine percent, which is not that bad. It's not the greatest, but it's not that bad. But you got to think of it is if you're taking that money, you're actually using for a great purpose, like building wealth, that eight percent, nine percent that you're using to leverage to on your credit line to go and build wealth won't even matter. So you just want to make sure again, please, please, just like the commercial, you know how alcohol commercials, they say, please be responsible or act responsibly. That's the same thing I would recommend when it comes to credit cards. Please be responsible and act responsibly. Do not go and buy things you don't need to purchase, to not purchase, but to impress people who don't care about you. That's not what we're here. We're not in the business of financial suicide. We are in the business of building wealth. The second thing, last but not least, I don't know. This card here is kind of a tie with the Chase Freedom Unlimited, but it's called the American blue cash preferred now this card does come with an annual fee the chase freedom unlimited does not come with an annual fee the discover it does not come with or the city does not come actually the city does not come with an annual fee but this card here does it's a very underrated card here's why this card you earn six percent cash back up to six thousand in a calendar year on grocery now grocery it does exclude Sam's, Costco, BJ's, any wholesales or superstores like Target and Walmart. You do not earn the 6% cash back. You will only earn 1% cash back. But if you shop at somewhere like a Kroger, Publix, uh, any of those companies that's a grocery, you earn 6% cash back. And that's up to a calendar year. So you got to keep in mind. So if your family, depending how your family shops, you can earn up to what you can earn up to you can earn six percent cash back in grocery which is i think is close to what 360 dollars extra in one year that probably does you know to a lot of people that's like oh that's not a lot of money but if you go tell Warren buffett that he'll tell you 360 dollars is still a lot of money to him so 360 bucks Who's to say you could probably take your family out if you're married, if you're single, whatever, use that money to invest. You can do whatever you want with that. And you get 6% cash back on grocery. Then you get 6% cash back on streaming services. So like Amazon, Google. So if you have YouTube TV, any of those or Netflix, you can put all that on there and get yourself 6% cash back. Then the next category is you get 3% cash back on gas, on fuel. And also you get 3% cash back for tolls or let's say you do Uber or any of that thing. Let's say you're traveling, you're doing, you get 3% cash back. This card is very underrated because American Express, they basically promote their American Express Platinum, which comes with a huge fee of $695, by the way. And they promote the American Express Gold, which I've been kind of teetering about this card, but I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to get any more personal credit cards because right now I'm just more concerned about building my business. So a personal credit card, I don't rec- probably will not get any more of that. But the reason is, is that the American Express Gold, that one there, there's a $200, $250 annual fee. But with this Blue Cash Prefer card, the annual fee is $95. But the first year they waive it off. But after that, 
if you really think about it, if you're building this, if you're using this credit card the right way, you're, you know, you're getting your grocery, your gas, your, you wouldn't even think, honestly, you wouldn't even recognize the $95. So it really just comes down to how do you plan on using your cards and what do you need it for? Don't go get credit cards or card chasing or point chasing because you think that's the thing. And some of these cards, when you apply for them, they have, look at the welcome offers. Generally, they have some good welcome offers, right? But you don't want to be in the business of just, I would say, you don't want to be in the business of just reply, applying for credit cards just because. Know your comfortability, know your limit, and know yourself. So that's what I recommend. Now, I do again, thank you for taking the time. Hopefully, this is of value to you. Uh, these are credit cards that I recommend. Some of them are good if you're starting off, you're building your credit, you can go and apply for these credit cards. And some of these companies are very reputable, American Express, Chase, Discover, you know, or in City, you know those cards. So again, we're not about, you just have to be, you just have to understand what, what are your needs? What are, if you're a family that you eat out a lot, then yes, probably get a credit card where you, that you would get some points for your grocery, right? I mean, not grocery, for your um, eating out. But if you're a family, you like to you like to do a lot of grocery, then I recommend a card, get that card where you can earn, your, earn yourself some points or cash back for doing grocery. Now, here's another thing. Here's another thing before we wrap up is you want to be able to, you want to know your, like I said, know your comfort level because you don't want to go and get a whole bunch of cards that you know you're not going to be able to pay for. That's why I've, I'm really big on saying know what's your comfort level. And when it comes to credit cards, you want to use credit cards like a debit card. Use it just like it is a debit card. Now you say it's a credit card. Well, yeah, you got to understand you should, first of all, be budgeting yourself. So if you budget yourself, you understand, hey, if my grocery is $500 a month, I can use, I can put that off to the side. I can pay, put that onto a credit card, earn yourself some cash back rewards that you can use later on. Then from using that later on, you don't have to constantly, you don't have to constantly be using your cash. So just understand that use credit cards like a debit card. Okay. Now, let me close with this quote. Strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from un oh, I can't say undemotable will. Mm, that's an interesting one. Undemotable, undomitable. Oh, sorry, undomitable will. So let's start that again. Strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from undomitable will. Mahatma Gandhi. All right. Till next week. Much love.